Credit Apart. Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP. And I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. What's up, parking lot? Sorry for the delay. Had to run a marathon. You know how those things go. Uh, I think I'll talk about it a little later in a different episode. But but I survived. I, I made it. I got a medal. So all is well. Other than that, man, just... Ripping and running, running and ripping, everything in between. Ain't no breaks. Ain't no breaks in 22 yet. Uh, no breaks in February. Uh, we're avoiding the big bug, but it seems like we're just catching every other bug. Stomach viruses and daycare germs, school germs. Um, shoot, it's been a couple of days. We don't have to wear masks inside the house just to protect each other. But uh, everybody's back on the up and up now. I'd say that knocking on wood, of course, because all it takes is something else to happen and daycare is calling and school is calling, but we're working it out. We're making it happen. Nothing uh, too serious. And again, at the big bug. So we're hanging in there. Speaking of hanging in there, I actually had a chance to hang out with a uh, new friend of mine named Kendra Crump. She is a wonderful comedian out of Atlanta and, uh, we just were able to connect and have a cool conversation and we really just hit a little bit of everything when uh i wouldn't say there was one big topic we just had a good old conversation like we were bffs um so it was very cool i appreciate her coming into the parking lot pulling up hanging out yeah it was just a cool cool conversation and i can't wait to share it with you all and so uh, i'm not gonna make you wait uh, we're just gonna get into it just like her and i did and we'll go from there so Without any further ado, do, 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 do. Hey there, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm good. I appreciate you uh, being up and ready or either winding down, whichever way you're going. Hey, yes. I, I thank you for not thinking I was a bot and uh, deleting my, you know, <laughs> jumping on your podcast request. Some, some people are like, oh, I thought you wasn't real. Why would you yeah. think that? Oh, you, you, got, you got a large following and uh, you wanted to work with me. Hey, I mean, some people, I'm like, bro, like, you, you, how do you not think a person's not real? Like, I mean, yes, you do have spam accounts, right? Right, right. But at the same exact time, I mean, if you, this is how you can tell, right? Yeah. Look at people's comments. Look mm -hmm. at, see if, okay, the amount of followers they have isn't matching, like, the likes and everything else like that. Like, look at, look at, that's what I would look at, you know? Right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Pe people just are hilariously stupid. <laughs> And I get I get some, but it didn't uh, it didn't have the standard bot little statement, so uh, it it just yeah, took one deeper look. Usually they got like a weird name anyway, and uh, you know they they probably got some type of porn link attached to it. And I was like, oh, that too. it's real. That okay, too. That it don't too. it don't take but a second to to figure out what's real or not. I wish more people had that uh, mentality with you because, like I said, some people they just they not all the way there. It's all good, but hey, I appreciate you reaching out, and I appreciate you uh, uh, following back up, because I can't remember when you originally hit me up, and I was like, that sounds it cool. Was, it was like in September. I was like, man, life, life, and right now, I ain't got it. You ain't lying. I ain't got it. You know what's so crazy? When you become an adult, you understand the things that are 
our parents went through and you understand hey man we got food at home right okay you mm -hmm. you understand i feel like even if you got like buku money you still know like to save your money people who really have money they're mm -hmm. gonna save their money they're not gonna like like for example i'm doing the best that i can all right. right. If you hear some gunshots outside the window, just know I'm in a Section 8 neighborhood trying to get the hell out. That's why I was Me. doing so many podcasts. Right. And I had to slow down because, you know, I started doing, I started jumping on people's podcasts October 2020. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've been on over like like 900 podcasts since oh, October 2020 because I was I was trying to really like be out there, getting my name out there, everything like that, yeah. because I'm like, you know, in my mind, I well, this isn't even a scripture in the Bible. You know how church folks just make up scriptures. God helps those who help themselves. They mm -hmm. didn't know scripture. But that? I was told that, you know, God does help those who help themselves. So I'm like, okay, well, God, I have this vision. I have this dream. He was the one who told me individually, go and jump on people's podcasts so you can get yourself out there. So I'm right. like, okay, cool. So maybe, you know, just maybe we are watching, we'll just be listening to your podcast, right? And then <laughs> right. he's going to be like, I like that Kendra Crump girl. I'm going to go ahead and put her on my podcast. And then my career skyrockets and I have my own like I literally have this whole fantasy list it's like this dreamland of what I want to happen mm -hmm. but then I have to realize and I had to take a step back that when you're going after your dreams you're going to have seasons in your life where you're doing really good mm -hmm. or really bad right. and you have to be still motivated through it all That's like it. I remember there was this one you know um, I work I work at the airport, you know, so if anybody wants to come see me, come mm -hmm. see me. I'm at Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta, Concourse B as in Bravo, okay. 09. I'm at okay. a kiosk. Okay. I am there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, late right. morning to early evening. I need you all to leave me a tip. I'm not talking about your penis or strap on ladies. Sure. I'm talking about pocket change. You gotta be specific. Okay? I appreciate that uh, designation. But with all that being said, I had this one girl who actually, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm known, if you watch ever watch my Instagram stories, I, I'm, I'm either uplifting people or yeah. I'm secretly talking about people. Because I'm like, bro, how you gonna come out the house looking like that? You knew better. Well, sometimes you don't come you, out the house and spit on your face. Yeah, sometimes you've got to talk about people a little bit in order to uplift them. So I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah. I'm glad you understand, right? Right. But 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 of course people say, man, you're you're fat shaming. Lady, she has all I don't like to say the word fat. It sounds to me. I like I say blubber. You're wearing your kids' clothes <laughs> with all your blubber hanging out, rows right. upon rows, waterfalls and streams. Right. And that to me it's just and that's why kids are crying. They see that and they get scared and they start crying. Come on now. Now but, is, are you sure it's not because they're on a leash in the airport? You know what's so crazy? I've seen black people put black kids on leashes, and I—I I knew it was wrong once they start. When when our people started putting kids on leashes, I was like, "It's it's time for the apocalypse." I didn't think we was gonna do this. You you know what? It I think the thing about it is is that I the thing I got a I got a joke for you. A, you know, black joke for you. I always look at black folks crazy when I find out that they're doing meth. Like you know, you should stay with crack. Um, do black people do meth? <laughs> I came across one dude. He keeps like, he'll delete his Facebook account and he'll like reopen it. But mm -hmm. I came across one guy, he told me he OD'd on meth. I'm like, bro, you should have been trying it in the first place. The first time he did meth, he OD'd. I said, bro, what does that feel like? He feels like, it feels like you're dying. Like literally, like you are dying. I'm like, oh, I think I've OD'd too. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Not on meth, I was, it was allergic reaction, but I felt, I right. felt like I was dying though. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> Goodness. Yeah. But no, but you, but you know, but you know what? Like I said, you be you be very surprised. Like I was. Um, I don't know if you uh, are subscribed to Charlemagne the God's Donkey of the Day. If you ever listen to it from time to time, I come across but, it. But Charlemagne, there was this. Uh, I, she kind of made viral news. Black lady was in the uh, monkey pit or gorilla pit. She was in the, in the gorilla pit from Bronx. She's from the Bronx. And Charlemagne the God says the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Mm, and uh, <laughs> and she's and she was literally making you know faces and taunting the gorillas and of course you would hear this you're like oh it's a white lady and then she turns out she's black and you can go look it up she's a pretty girl though well the thumbnail of her was pretty i don't, I don't know the rest of her you know she she looked like she you know was like you know hittable but like but yeah. i don't know the rest of her was but again if she's mentally unstable like that and she probably got that crazy box man and that that the box that have you outside with the boom box over your head like please bring me to let me let me ask you something because I, I feel i feel like you, you know you're sexually active but you're not like out there i feel like you have had a few women on, on your belt and stuff well i'm I married so i only got one woman and one good girl. hey look at that black men don't cheat okay no. so 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 prior to you getting married Okay, prior to you getting married. I don't um, remember. Message. <laughs> at any point, at any point, did you ever, because you was upset with, with, with your wife, uh, did you ever call her mom and like tell her mom like, hey man, like your daughter's tripping. Have you ever done that before? No, not, no. Cause I feel like if I'm having trouble with my business, I don't need to invite anybody else to have trouble with my business especially if they're not going to take my side. That is true. That is no, true. That's like that's like inviting yourself to another loss. If you're already in an argument, it's a good chance you're losing already. I don't want to dig no, myself that, that's, in a deeper that's hole. True. No, that, that's, that's true. That's true. Hey, listen, sometimes parents can be on the opposite end side, be like, hey, man, you were definitely wrong about that. I have The reason I asked that is because I, I came across this post that said, uh, you know, you got that snapper when he calls your mama on you, you know, so I didn't <laughs> never, I didn't know <laughs> if, if, if you ever had to be like, Hey man, like you had a life. She just was upset with you. She blocked you. And then you had a call from like multiple numbers, like pick up my call. You know, <laughs> don't you play, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, trying to like, like I said, it's, 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 and that's why I think people don't understand where it's, um, and I commend you again for for saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm a one woman man," because there are men out here who will do the polygamy lifestyle, have eight wives, and I'm like, bro, that, that's a headache. Yeah, shoot, one wife is a headache. Exactly, one Times woman eight. is enough. And, and to be honest, like aside from the headache part, like it's a lot of money. It's a lot of dinner. That's a lot of running to the store. Like, do you run to the same store? Or do you have a store for each wife? Like. <laughs> Now, I guess you could come up on like uh, frequent shopper points. So if you, you scan here, you get your points here. Now, you, now, then after that, I say after a year of doing that, you could be like, I got it. It's on me. You start cashing in your little coupons. But after that, you got to start over. I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the problems you really want. How long have you guys uh, been married? How'd you guys meet? It will be it'll be 12 years in May. May 1st okay. so 11 and a half I guess wow. so we met at school but she didn't like me at school mm -hmm. um, she liked me afterwards so 
the first time we met, she actually kind of stuck her nose up at me, and she was like, ooh, and I was like, I didn't do it. I just, we had a mutual friend, and she was like, hey, this is my friend Chris, and I was like, hey, and she was like, ugh. But, you know, later on the line, she saw me being cool and saw me being awesome, and, uh, you know, a few uh, years after that, after we graduated, we had a whole bunch of mutual friends, and one of them hit me up uh, on New Year's Day, and I remember me and my best friend, we went to church, and then afterwards, we went to go party, but the party wasn't partying like it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So we just went back and chilled and, and drank some cheap liquor. Mm-hmm. And Afford. No, no. It was it was liquor, but it wasn't good. It was it was one of those like uh ready-made Long Island packs. Yeah. Except it was like a half gallon. Oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> we just sitting there watching whatever we whatever we were watching and uh one of my mutual friends hit me up and he was like, yeah, you know, Stephanie. I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, yo, she's feeling you. And I was like, am I that drunk? And I was like, put her on the phone. <laughs> put her on the phone. And she was like, hold on. And she got on the phone. I was like, oh, shit, this is real? I thought it was spam for real. I was like, y'all playing? Is this a New Year's joke? She was like, nah, it's for real. And all her friends is in the background like, oh, oh. I said, look, if this is real, call me tomorrow when we both sober. She called me. And I was like, oh. All right, then. So then, uh, yeah, we just kind of started kicking it a little bit. We were long distance at the time. But, uh, yeah, we just kept on at it. And then next thing you know, I got a, I got an offer I couldn't refuse that was actually close to her. So I was like, shoot, I'll take it. Hindsight, I okay. probably should have refused it because uh, that offer didn't work out. A whole bunch of rows got pulled under after that. <laughs> but, like, at, at that point, I was already down here. I already put a ring on it. We was putting shovels in the ground about to buy a house and they were like yeah about that offer that uh you couldn't refuse um we gotta take that back and i was like is that legal they was like yeah it's real legal you signed here and i was like oh okay okay so so entered the struggle that everybody talk about you go through and i don't know ups downs all around a whole bunch of roller coasters now we're here 11 and a half years three kids uh Working on a picket fence, got to get a new dog or old dog went on. So, yeah, living a dream. Are you, are you happily going to paint the picket fence a certain type of color that, that hasn't been painted before, that hasn't made it, you know? No, we're going we gonna to get some uh, bougie fence that's already got the color on it. So we ain't got to, we ain't got to be out there being Mr. Miyagi painting the fence up and down. Yeah, that's probably the quickest I've ever done that story. I'm, I'm proud of myself. Hey, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> There, there it is. That's, and that to me is 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 great. And uh, and I take it at that time, you weren't even thinking about a relationship, or where did you stay somewhere in between? Say, man, I would like a relationship, or you're cool on what? What was your pro- thought process of dating at that time? I had just gotten out of a relationship that it wasn't serious, but it, it had some serious undertones. It actually. Mm-hmm. The fact that it wasn't serious and we kind of fell into it where we probably shouldn't have fallen into it uh, kind of gave us some, uh, we both kind of had to face the music on each other. Uh, she was a bit too serious and I was a bit too loose. And we Not both kind of was like, we was like, yo, we just learned some life lessons about where we're at in life. We need to figure this thing out. Um, so I had gotten out of that and I was like, I ain't worried about nobody right now. And then next thing you know, about a month or so later, New Year's Day, boom. And 
that's freaking amazing. You know what? So I, I sit here sometimes. I be having conversations with God. I be like, God, you know, because I like God. God, you know that that that's my dog. So I be passing imaginary okay. blunts back and forth to God. Okay. I be like, I be like, God, man, I'm I'm a good steward. I be like looking. I be like, I'm a good steward, God. You know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man, listen. What about me, man? Like, why everybody else be getting blessed? Like, I be literally doing that, right? Because like I said, I think the thing is, I've been told multiple things. They say either A, if you don't think about it, it's gonna come to you. And, mm-hmm. I, and there have been times, months, did not think about nothing. You, you know, nothing came, right? Mm-hmm. Except except dudes who, I'm like, bro, how, how much is audacity paying you? <laughs> it's obviously okay. paying well, because they, they full of it. So, so then, you know, they say, okay, if you think, if you speak it into existence, you got to speak what you want into existence. It's going to come. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to tell you something. It was times where I would, um, times where I would like wake up, like, you know, do my normal morning routine and be uh, in the middle of prayer, I would say, and I hope an attractive guy with a car who's not married or single and STD free. Hope he comes to me today. Like literally, <laughs> when I tell you, I was Slide like, obs- in there. yeah, I was obsessed, right? Because you know mm-hmm. you gotta be specific. Because women will complain, man, God, I'm tired of all these uh, married men you keep sending me. Well, you need to be specific. You say you want a man to holler at you. You need to be specific, right? I, well, you know? I don't know if you need to be specific or do you need to be intentional. I feel like mm. there's a difference. That's a message too. What's, what's the difference between those two? So specific is like breaking it down to the nitty gritty. It's almost like you're trying to be God for God. And, and you know, if, if he passing the blunt, he obviously supplied it in some way, shape or form. So you got to let him do his thing. So I think you can be intentional in what you want, whether it's, you know, a career opportunity or a, uh, a relationship to form or just work on yourself, whatever that intention needs to be. You can be intentional with that. But specifics, he probably don't need all that. Sometimes you got to step back and let people cook. And when you're dealing with God and when you're talking about your prayers, you got to let him cook because he's a big cook. He got all the ingredients anyway. So it's not like you need to tell him, you know, no tomatoes, no onions, croutons on the side. Let me get half balsamic, but also let me get a dash of Italian and a little bit of oregano. You just got to be like, hey, I need a salad. Help me out. And then you go from there. Because if you're too specific, then you close yourself off from the opportunity for him to do what he's going to do. And you, you start you writing gonna... people off that. So let me let me ask you this question. When it comes to, and I like that's the first time somebody's ever given it from that standpoint. Because, I, again, I, you know, I grew up a little bit background story, grew up in an evangelistic household, you know. Okay. So we're taught, go find a man at church. <laughs> that, those are the best <laughs> ones. I'm like, says who? Because I'm not, listen, I remember at church, I was getting freaky with some of the best ones. Hey, so while church is in Them church events was used to Man, hmm. man, man. Wait, wait, we don't is remember that. Is it hot that. in here? We don't, we don't remember that. We don't remember that. Uh, but man, I forgot. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I. Actually, you know what? Those were those type of conferences. I love those type of conferences. Everybody um, did. The, the teen conference. The, yes, those like just coming across people. I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, who are you? It was beautiful. It was all of it was beautiful and everything else like that. But when um, that nighttime I, hit. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, I went to um, church that I went to was a mega church. Are you familiar with Creflo Dollar? Uh huh. I went to I went to uh, for like 
the first 20 years of my life, mm. I went there. Really, my mother, she's been there since the 80s. And then, oh, of yeah. course, it was a couple instances with the jet. And then there was another instance mm -hmm. that never even made it to the news okay. where I was like, bro, I got to get up out of this church, you know, and stuff right, like that. Right. And, and then I had to learn that everybody has their own. What they don't teach you in church is, number one, there's multiple ways of tithing, okay? Mm -hmm. And number two, you form your own relationship with God, mm -hmm. okay? What works for one person is not going to work for the next person, mm. you know. And 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 number three, um, it doesn't say nowhere in the in the in, in the word about smoking weed. Who told you okay, that? and I want people to understand that. Okay, the only if you want to if you just want to be technical about it, let's just technicality. It does say obey the laws of the land, um, but a lot of these laws, if you're have yeah. if you have wisdom, these laws are put a lot of these laws are put on this earth to to bound us and bind us and try to uh, make us to what they want us to make, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And it, it makes you basically have no common sense. And the second thing, if you want to be technical about it, it says to be in a sober mindset or whatever else it may be, you know. But again, like I said, it, it's it's. I, again, I could I, if I was to be a minister, I'm pretty sure I would get like my my ministry shut down by a bunch of people because I would be spreading <laughs> the truth. I would I would go find the missing books of the Bible and and transcribe that and be like, yo, hey man, Mary Magdalene now, okay, come on now, all right? Because I mean, you know, how, how, how do we? There's ahead, a few extended edition DVD cuts out there. There's a couple <laughs> deleted scenes and bonus features. Did you ever see uh, Passion of the Christ? I did. I, I saw it. <laughs> did you watch? Did you? Were you able to sit through it? Okay, so I'm glad you asked that because I remember when it came out. I was in New York um, visiting my friend, and we took a taxi or a cab, whatever you want to call it. We took a cab to the uh, theater. We watched it, and you know we got popcorn and everything, so you know we, we snacking, tossing M and M's back, and all that stuff. It came on. It started getting real. I was like, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in and then they started hitting the lashes. I was like, ah. So long story short, we made it through the end. But when it when it was time to leave, it was like, yo, you trying to wait for a cab? I was like, I got to walk that off. So I don't know how many blocks we were away. I don't, I'm not good with blocks. But I don't know how many blocks we were away. But it was enough blocks that we took a cab there. We walked the way back and we were just sitting there like, we had the deepest conversation ever, and all we said was, man, dog, bruh, I know. Mm. That was the whole conversation. And that's the last time I watched it, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, it come, mm -mm, nope, nope. Like, I, I don't even think I've flipped on it on accident. You know how you channel surfing, you hit the button, you're like, oh, let me, mm, I don't even think I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I got the message, Lord. I got it. Message. My mother, my mother um, had, to, she tried to see it. She mm -hmm. had to run out the theater. Mm -hmm. She had to leave the theater. Mm -hmm. That, and you know what? It's like, okay, I equate that with, um, and just follow me as I say this. Mm -hmm. I equate that with slavery movies because they're not going to show you everything some mm -hmm. things they just can't it's just they'll give you a glimpse mm -hmm. of it and i know if you were really there the moments you know having to walk with jesus or in hebrew yeshua mm -hmm. um it, it was it probably was a lot worse where you had to probably walk miles 
you know, after seeing him being placed up there, um, you know, I don't, I think, I don't remember the two people, I think the right hand man, the left, I don't know what, I can't remember what they did. I've, I've completed the Bible, but I can't remember what the two people on his left and right did. But if you really had to walk through that and really was there with him, you it, like really did a lot. And you know what, what irks me, it's a couple things that irk me. Again, I'm not the holiest person out there. You know, I always say, man, I start my day off with God in the morning and I listen to some trick daddy right afterwards. Okay. That's how I do my you do thing. I right? want to hear my run prelude my playlist you do not want my run playlist <laughs> but but it's a couple things that bother me i hate i hate when people take god's name in vain man like i just i and i hate when people put a lowercase g in god or a lowercase no, that bothers H-G. me so much i can't even like the status like the it'd be a fire status i just have to scroll past it i'd be like you talking about you talking about a false god right there you talking that ain't the one <laughs> I just, I, it just, it irks me. And when I call people out and they're like, man, that's why I don't like dealing with you churchy people because of the fact that you judge me. Bro, all I said was like, I just, why are you putting the lowercase g in God? Man, God knows my heart. God, you know what? I equate that to people like, like, like this, and this is always my run joke. Okay. You can't mm-hmm. sit here and, and pray to God all day long. You still out here sleeping with some lady's husband. Okay. Are you still robbing folks? It doesn't work like that. You st- like at some point you have to, some things you just have to go cold Turkey on. Like, let, let me ask you something. What's something you can say you really went cold Turkey on like you after it's like, you can say it's been a year and like you never return back to that lifestyle. What was one thing for you? Fried food. Okay. Cause I was crushing it. <laughs> did you did you grow up uh, eating a lot of fried food, or it didn't happen until like you left high school and you ate a lot of fried food? No, this was I'm I'm like three years from it, so I've been off of it for like three years. So that's birth through. <laughs> I'm just three years ago. Well, I mean, let me let me put a let me put a, a you know hand clap for that. I'm, I'm very proud of you. What so so what is my your, closet? What actually prompted you to? say i need to you know go cold turkey on this. so it was a few different things um i'm trying to think so a few different things so we have three kids after the first two kids we we put on all the weight all the weight like you had and, that blubber love yeah all of it and it's really hard to get it back off but um we did a really good job of getting it off after the second one and it was like all right, we having one more. You, you, I ain't trying to blow up again. Then, you know, you start getting old. Um, the black people diseases run crazy through my whole family. So I was like, I'm getting too old to stop to still be flirting, you know, with uh, the chance of picking up all these things that are really hard to get off. So I need to make a change. And then uh, started sleeping funny. I wasn't getting the sleep that I wanted. I was like, man, if I got some sleep apnea, I'm in trouble. So I started like four, like four hours of sleep. Were you just waking up constantly through the night? So uh, I wasn't. But one day my wife, because she was pregnant at the time, so she'd be up and down with sleep anyway. So she I woke up one morning. She was like, I don't know. I feel like you were breathing funny. So I was like, oh, shit, let me go get Let me go, you know, figure it out. Let me start seeing what's up. And so I went and the doctor was basically like, I mean, if you were in shape, I'd say you good because you're not in shape i'm not gonna say you good he's like numbers wise you straight but because you big i'm a move i'm a i'm a pretend like you're not straight and i was like one that don't make no sense two 
Uh, that's gonna cost me more money. But three, like, I don't want I don't want to be on no sliding scale or moving goalposts. So um, I just tried to figure out, you know, what in the world I was doing. And I know one thing at my job, we had just crazy open cafeteria and the biggest spoons you could ever have. So if you're like, oh, just let me get a scoop of that. They, boom, they put in a whole mound of everything on the plate. So I just looked at what I was putting on my plates and I'm from the happy plate club. So if they put it on there, I was going to clean it off. So I was like, let me get my life together. So one, when this baby pop out, I can, you know, make sure I'm there to take care of it. But two, I don't run into all these diseases. So I just started seeing what I could pick off. So I started picking off fried foods. Shortly after that, I took off bread, um, flirted with cheese. Me and cheese, we go up and down. Uh, now, that one was hard. I ain't there yet. Still working on me. But uh, yeah, well, just, how, how often how often do you do cheese? You would say uh, in a month's time. I don't know. Uh, maybe half, maybe not even half. Maybe a third. Okay. So not bad, not bad. Yeah, I got, I got some, I got some mac and cheese. You know, just finish baking the oven. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll send, I'll send you and your family a plate. Like, here you go. This, you know. <laughs> I, now everybody else in the world eat cheese, so I can, I'm, I'm pretty good at passing it on. But aside from that, you know, I just had to, you know, make sure my fitness game was starting to really, really take off, and uh, it's been pretty good. My closet has thanked me. My belt loops have thanked me. Um, you know, them, them same doctors that was kind of looking at me, uh, like the meme, uh, what was that show? Uh, one of them America's Got Talent, whatever Diddy was on, where he was looking at the, the Odell Beckham looking dude. Yeah, I remember so, that, yeah. So me and the doctor, we was looking at our numbers and he was looking at me and I was looking at him the same way. And he was like, you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good, you good? He was like, barely. <laughs> so uh, he was like, yo, you know, make something happen and come back and see me. So I started making something happen. I came back and he was like, oh shit, you really doing it? And I was like, yeah. So once I, once I started getting approvals like that, I was like, oh, let me keep moving. Let me keep on it. So that was a cold turkey thing. Long story short, took me all the way around the block to go next door. But uh, yeah, long, <laughs> long, long you're, story You're like, short. look, if, I, if I'm not going to go around the block with, with, with my wife and how we met, hey, I can make a story. And yeah. that's cool. That, that's good. I, that, and, and, and I commend you. Now that you reward yourself with a piece of cake, you know, after it was... <laughs> So I don't really like cake that much in general, but I do like cookies and brownies and, and everything like that. So, um, yeah, really just overall, I, I haven't cut out sweets and desserts and anything like that because I feel like that's just torture. But uh, I severely, severely limit it. And then once I started seeing results, you know, once the once the shirts started fitting, once uh, I could actually wear some of the stuff in my closet. And then once I actually had stuff that was too big and I had to go get new clothes, I was like, yo, I'm locked in now. So it's cool. And it's definitely something I should have done at least 10, 12, 15 years before that. But hey, that's life. And, you are. know, and it's, and it's, and it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think the heaviest I've been, and I used to work at a doctor's office, <clears throat> heaviest I it, was like, it be them. it's the one. <laughs> the heaviest I, I know, you know, what's crazy. My aunt, she's a retired nurse. And she said that she had kidney stones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how you got kidney stones? Are you a nurse? Like what? Mm-hmm. But you know what? The heaviest I remember, I was like 21, 22, you know, and my doctor, cause I, I had to go, I was going to multiple doctors for 
Like, I don't even know what, you know how sometimes in life, you just have a, a year where I think you're just being tested by God, yeah. like, like health wise, possibly you could be doing everything right. And you don't even know what, what the, what is wrong with you. Yeah. That was me. Right. Oh, so I remember going to a doctor, another a specialist and he, um, uh, who he or she gave, you know, got the way we took it back to, uh, my main doctor who I was working for at the time as well. Mm -hmm. And he basically had, had told me, he's like, he looked at the paper and he was furious oh. and he, you know, he's Nigerian. So the accent got thicker yeah. and I'm like, he's like, you need to lose this weight. This is not good. Yeah. This I'm like, I'm like, but you know, and then, you know, now in this day and age, they welcome thick, thicker women and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Right. But at the same yeah. exact time that could cause, you know, my mother's always taught me, you know, the older you get, your metabolism slows, slows down. down. So yeah. when you get, when you're younger, it's okay to eat a slice of pizza at one o'clock in the morning. You, you can can't do that out. when you're 35 years old. You can barely you, eat it at seven, <laughs> 7 p.m. <laughs> Yeah. So, so with all that being said, it's, it's like, it's like for me per se, I, I don't know how I was able to drop the weight. You know, I always tell people just do some cocaine, but uh, it's too expensive out here in America. I'm going to I Columbia believe. one day. Uh, anyway, no, this is like, this is a true, this is a true story, right? And I, I know you're going to be like, this girl's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. This is a true story. Or at least I've cocaine. always, anything that I've ever done that was bad, Blade was bad, whatever, I've always had it in my mindset. This is bad, you do it one time, right? <laughs> I, I And that's why I never understood how people get like hooked on drugs. Cause I'm like, bro, I was always happy if I was to do a, some type of like illicit drug that you can't find out there in the world that it's not on the street corner or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So I always told myself, so the day I go to Columbia, and I spoke to one person who actually told me he went to Columbia one day. He says for a, a big bag yeah. of authentic cocaine, $10 or $5, depending on who you go to, right? Here in America, a big bag costs $100,000 and it's not even real cocaine, man. I'm like, bro, you guys are getting, this is what they do in America, right? They will, like, for example, the animals that are in the zoo, they're mm -hmm. charging us for animals that they stole. Like, what sense does that make, right? Diamonds, real diamonds, and some of these diamonds aren't even real. You go to these like known, well-known diamond stores across America, mm -hmm. they're charging you a million dollars and that diamond could not even be real. I actually got a diamond tester because there's a lot of cap at the airport, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and everybody, every diamond dealer is giving you their best price. They're like, look, I don't usually do this, but I'm gonna do this for you. You know, you know, you can go to Africa and find those same diamonds, real diamonds. You know, you can go to Africa and actually get those same diamonds for 99% less than what you're paying. Same thing in, in China, the Louis, I don't mind you. I'm a, even though I'm very silly and stuff, I'm still a, still a very woke individual. I'll try not to say conspiracy mm -hmm. theorists. I just theorists are realists. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to go shop and, and buy the Louis Vuitton and Gucci, you know, stuff that the, the Italians, they don't give a damn about black folks. Newsflash, well, sorry to let y'all know this, but they oh, yeah. don't, they don't care about us. But if you are itching to wear that stuff, go to China where it is a lot less than what you're paying. Mm -hmm. You got to rack up, uh, rack up stuff in China and then go there or, or go to the rich white neighborhoods mm -hmm. and at the thrift store, rich white neighborhoods. Oh yeah. 
and you will get that same Louis Vuitton bag for a lot less. A lot of people, I got some, um, got some heels when I was in Ohio, I like traveling. I've been so far, I've been to 18 States. And mm-hmm. so when I was in Ohio, um, I was at the, uh, and you know, of course, when, when you are ignorant to the fact of there's nothing wrong with shopping at the, at the thrift store, you can find really nice things for a lot less, right? You, it's, it's, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. So I remember I was in Ohio with, um, uh, with, with my aunt or my mom's, you know, play sister, you know, we called her aunt. That's so I was, I, yeah. So I was, I was in Ohio and I remember we went out there and I was like a little kind of ashamed because I'm walking in, I'm like, I don't belong here. But, <laughs> but I had to, you know, change that mindset. And she taught me, she says you, and I, again, these heels that were like, maybe, Four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. got them for twenty dollars, and they are name brand heels. There you go. So, like I said, I think, and that's and that's when she first taught me. She said, when you are going to, um, if you want to look nice for a lot less, you need to go to the thrift stores in rich neighborhoods, and you will get whatever you want. And people are gonna be like, "Girl, how'd you?" You know. So, yeah. I like I said, I think that's the thing about it. But you know, like I said, going back, you know, with everything else like that. If the day that you guys see me and you're watching my story, shoot, Kendra's in Columbia. She's been there for a month. Oh shoot, did Kendra do that stuff? <laughs> yes, I did one time. Hey, one for, time for five dollars, I guarantee you, you did a two for one. Let me let me ask you something. Have you actually ever known somebody to openly tell you that they've done cocaine? Because I still have not yeah. found no one to openly just trust me with that. But people have trusted me to let me know that they've killed people and they've uh, done, you know, shootouts and they sleep with married people. And I'm like, nobody tells me that they're doing cocaine, though. And I'm like, why are y'all telling me that you're killing people? Are you so giving me a warning? Here's the here's the the way you tie it all together. Uh, the lawyers that are representing the killers and the adulterers, they're the ones doing cocaine. I mean, are they going to just openly tell you that, though? Or they're just it's still going to be like, look, it's shamed upon. It's shameful. Um, I mean, they might, depending on what kind of party you go to with them. Sometimes, sometimes they don't out, outright say it, but they're like, hey, come with me to the bathroom real quick. And then <laughs> once you see it, they don't really have to be like, hey, this is cocaine. Do you want to score some drugs? It's just kind of like, you see it. <laughs> get it how you live or don't you know either way you know you come out of the bathroom you, you go for it you go for that action at least that's what I've been told hey look yeah that that's a hey, through the grapevine but you know what I just I've always wondered right and I made this post on um I made this I made this post um on social media one day and I said I find it funny how y'all always want to post that you uh, smoking weed. You like want to post like cameras and videos of that, but you never want to post that line that you do. What are you ashamed of? Like, because I've always been taught that if you're ashamed of something, then you shouldn't be doing it. So why why are people who, you know, we don't we don't pay you know your bills or anything else like that? Why why is it that you are like ashamed? Like I don't. That's what I don't understand. Well, maybe they're posting it to tiptoe out of their shame, and this is their their public coming out statement. It's a lot easier to come out to a, a, a more accepted drug than it is to uh, one that can one have criminal charges and two uh, mm-hmm. have a lot more uh, lasting effects on your employment, on your social status, and uh, a few other things. So, you know, I mean, there's some, there's some fine, there's some other fine. People like to talk about they do that they do ecstasy. I mean, I think that 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 ecstasy to me is worse than. It's about the company you keep too. If you mm-hmm. if you're in an ecstasy 
you know, doing crowd, it's probably real cool. But if, you know, if you're molding young minds during the day and like teaching kindergarten, I'd rather you not talk about your ecstasy habits. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what's so crazy, right? There are parents out here and I have been to parents home and I just, some of these parents, I just don't tend to hang out with them no more because mm -hmm. I realize how irresponsible they are. Um, I've been to parents' home because I there there used to be a time, or I've always thought there was a time that when the adults came over, the children would go to their room, right? That's how that's how most of us were raised. It, it should be, mm -hmm. but I've been in parents' homes where they um, will smoke and drink and curse in front of the kids as if it's nothing. That you know what's crazy? Let me let me ask you this question. Growing up in your household, was profanity ever used? Like the hard profanity? So not by my parents. And, and my parents are so goofy in the fact that if they did need to drop a line, they'd get real close and whisper it. And they'd be like, and then he said, I'm not doing that. Shit. <laughs> I'd be like, did you, did you want to say it or not? Like, just, just go for it. Just, just let it rip. Like, we're, we're not in the church right now. We're at our house. Like he knows, he knows what you're thinking. Just go ahead and say it. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, if somebody came over, a friend or whatnot, you know, they didn't necessarily stop them. But I know that when we have people over, you know, some people live by a different creed. All we say is like, "Hey, you just give them a look, like, hey, man, that's not a nice word." And they're like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Stuff, you know, that stuff is crazy. Yeah, that's what, I, sometimes that was, that was in a way in our household in a way as well. Um, my dad, my what my brother told me was my dad said, okay, we about to go pick up my homeboy. Just let you know, he be cussing, okay? I just want to let you know that. And then um, he said one, I think, I don't know what he said, but he was like trying to be like, hey, hey, got my son in the back and stuff like that, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. But nobody ever used profanity in my household. They would say the N-word a lot, especially my dad. I yeah. said, dad, why you say that word so much? He's like, I just like the way it rolls off of my tongue. It swiggles in my mouth. Like, my, and you know what's so crazy, right? I, I've noticed in, in, in a lot of the black households, the N-word is acceptable, but you better not say shit. I'm like, bro, they're both not really good, good words to say. Hey, there's a whole bunch of rules out here at the at the store of life, and you just got to pick which ones you want to put in your cart. And, 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 I'm, and I'm going, I'm tying that back into the fact of parents have an issue with me talking about the birds and the bees around their children or so, right? Mm -hmm. And mind you, I'm not being vulgar where I'm going, being explicit and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I might say a couple words and the word dick might come out, you know, whatever else it might be, <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. But they're like, Kendra, uh, uh, but then they're just going off and using a bunch of profanity. I'm like, bro, so I can't talk about sex, but you know, and you know, I had, I, I got a homegirl of mine, right? Again, this mm -hmm. is the rules of life. You just got to pick which one. Mm -hmm. She curses with her dad right and i didn't mm -hmm. even think you know because again my household was different i i had this skewed mindset that okay you know um black people were this way they didn't curse with their parents they didn't there were no sleepovers none of that but again everybody is different right oh, but she curses but yeah 
You said what? Say that again. I said we can have sleepovers, but no, 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 no. Like having a sleepover with the opposite sex that you're Ooh. attracted to. Oh, oh, true. true. That, that's why I, I probably should have. Um, that's you. why I probably should have gone a little bit further than uh, saying that. But no, I've come across. I remember this one girl I went to school with. She said her mom would allow her boyfriend, who was older, like five years older, at that, at that, to come and stay the night. Pretty much lived there, right? I didn't live that life. I have the same girl who curses with her dad, Mm -hmm. right? 12 years old. She told me she was 12. She's a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. Told me she was 12 years old. And her dad, um, she uh, was was working at um, one of these salons. I think it's not even around anymore. It was a chain salon Mm -hmm. that was not even around anymore. But the woman had basically tried to rip her off. And she's like, Dad, this effing B told me she was going to pay me a hundred some dollars for the day. Only gave me 50. Dad came up there, cursed the woman out. She gave her the rest of the money and stuff like that. I said, you really said it's like, yeah, I really said that. I'm like, wow. Right. Fast forward. Fast forward. She said to me, she wouldn't even there were, you know, and I've cleaned up a lot of my when it came to my content on my on my social media with my comedy. I've cleaned up my posts where I, you know, try to be versatile because a, a, com- a good comedian can make you laugh with or without using profanity, right. you know, and talking about a genre of different topics. Right. Mm-hmm. So she didn't want to. She said, that I don't want to repost your material because you talk about sex. And my father follows me mm-hmm. on this platform. And I started scratching my head and I'm like, sis, not all of my posts are about sex. Right. That's number one. Okay. Uh, n- number 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 two, you you're concerned that 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 I am talking about sex, but but you will post like subliminal posts to people on your story talking about you know I'm gonna fight you, and that's why you you your da- baby daddy left you. Like literally challenging people <laughs> to fight. This is a woman's thirty years old, right? And she's doing that. You too old. And, for and I'm like, and I'm like, but you don't want to post my com- left it alone. So you know what I learned, man. If you want people to, if you want your friends to support you, you just gotta be a stranger. You gotta revamp your whole look. You gotta go and get surgery and change your voice, and they gonna support you. Cause you having your friends support you in in in, in actual endeavors of of life, uh, businesses, dreams, you are gonna be disappointed every time, and just you gotta be on. okay with that. <laughs> and I feel like the thing is to to your point. Um, and just parenthood is, is wild anyway. You learn so much about yourself through parenthood. We give our parents too much credit for having it all together. Mm-hmm. And, and once you get older, you realize that they was just trying to figure this stuff out too. It's just that um, we didn't know any better because we had them on a pedestal and we looked up to them. You know, a lot of times it was like, well, that's my parents. So you know what they say goes but at the same time they're trying to break down the trauma that they incurred as a kid also trying to uh, encourage their own free thinking and then at the, at the same token trying to turn around and teach somebody else how to live so you get a lot of uh you know well, we don't do this but we do do this but we kind of don't want to do this but sometimes if this happens we okay so you get those mixed messages and it's a lot easier to allow somebody to curse than it is to um teach them about sex if you're closed off about sex or if you receive closed off messages so uh but if you work in an environment where you know you got a curse to survive you might be able to let a curse word fly or two. 
you know, if you don't work at it, if you're not working at a sex store, you might be a little bit closed off. So, you know, I can see how that happens. And you kind of have those, those uh, messages that kind of weave around um, consistency and, and can really mess somebody up because then that kid's going to grow up and have that set of mixed messages also fight against it and rage against it and have its own set of mixed messages. And so you get this weird whole balance of, you know, you could literally be raising somebody and you're just saying, well, this is what we don't do because we don't do it. I didn't do it. They didn't do it. They before me didn't do it. So you don't do it. And if nobody asks why or nobody stops to figure out, you know, well, I'd like it this way, then you're going to keep passing those things down. And so what you see in parenthood is just a mix of tradition, breaking against tradition and also free thinking formed into one ball on one plate and you telling your kid to eat it before they get any ice cream. And so (laughs) what you see is what you get. And that's how you run across messages like that. And then also with your friends, uh, I think the, the hard part is you want them to support you uh, in your dreams, but it's your dream. They don't know how to dream for you and they don't know how to dream with you. They do know how to support you though. Um, it's just not going to be the support that you're dreaming of. So does that still make them a, a friend, or or you have to learn to de, 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 differentiate? I just butchered that word. I got you. Yes, or do you have to that word? You know, mm-hmm. what is a friend and what's not a friend? You know what? What? And here's my thing. Even though she's not going to, you know, re, repost my material, and even when she said, you know, when you're doing stand up. I'm going to repost it. And she still mm-hmm. never did. Um, I, she's still like, if I needed a, a, a place to stay, she, mm-hmm. she got me. If I need some money, if I need a ride, she was there, mm-hmm. you know? So the days that, Hey, need my hair. If, if I'm, you know, graduated school or some life accomplishment dream, Hey, I'm a, your hairstyle is on me. Mm-hmm. That's what she'll do. You know, yeah. so I appreciate her for that. But I guess like in my mind as a friend, you support every, but, but then again, there are some that you got some friends out here. I've learned that they're not really talented. So you really can't. <laughs> so, or, or they try to charge so much. Like, okay. Prime example, prime example. I had a classmate um, who I just recently had seen earlier this week, mm-hmm. you know, I saw Cam Newton first and I had this whole like fantasy of what I was like, what could have happened. Right. But I said, hopefully we run to each other again. Cause I was going to roast his long ass hearse looking funeral car, you know, but if, if we would have, let me say, okay, can I, can I quickly say the fantasy? I'm a quick, yeah. quick, quickly, quickly. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is what happened. He walked in now here, you know, out, out in Atlanta, you know, I think in most, I think it should be like this in, in every city, but I guess it's not because people still run up and like bum rush you to get a picture, which I don't right. understand why, but they do. So out here in Atlanta, man, and I've been here since I was zero out here in Atlanta, <laughs> like we are all celebrities, like right. nobody <laughs> cares right. about the next person. Right mm-hmm. now, there's still some entertainers. I still have not seen, like, I still have not seen T.I., Monica, um, you know, uh, anybody else in that Travis Porter, one of those people, I still haven't seen them. Right. right. Um, but I have seen Kim. That was like my third time seeing him. The first two times was when I used to work at the gym. He came in there and then, you know, last time was at the bank. Um, or the recent time was at the bank. So I had this fancy that like, okay, he actually, he was in front of me when I came back in because I had left my, um, change jar, um, in, inside, um, 
bank. I came back in. I noticed he had some white stuff on his pants. I'm like, maybe he went painting before he came to the bank. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I said, okay. I said, you know, I imagine this is how the fancy I thought would have happened. Mm-hmm. I imagine that there was a spider like just crawling on his pants, the back of his pants. I'm like, wait, excuse me, wait, wait, wait. So I, I, I said, well, you got a spider, and he's like, well, I said, nigga, don't move, right? You know, you gotta be a little hood with the brain. Yeah, so yeah, I grabbed yeah. it on the on the, and I killed the spider. And so um, I'm like, oh, they must have thought you were Spider Man. I don't know. I say something lame like that, right? Yeah, to make yeah. him laugh, right? right? Okay. So then <laughs> we're walking out of the of the bank together, and I'm like. Whose long ass hearse funeral car is this? And he laughs like, "Oh, it's mine." I'm like, "Oh shoot! Well, can I get you uh, on my? Can I get your car on my social media page? Like, cause I was actually gonna get it in, re- in real life. Yeah. I was gonna get on his page on my page, but he had somebody in the passenger side, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to seem like creepy. I was just taking a picture of the car, right? Yeah. But if yeah. there was nobody in there, oh, I would have taken a picture of that. <laughs> like that's what I do anyway. I always look around, yeah. you know, just like you know, I like like cam creep cam you know camera type mode right yeah, yeah so back to the fantasy so i'm i'm over here saying oh can i like put your uh car on my on my you know page and he's like yes i'm not gonna put your face well, you can get my face in it so i'm over here roasting the car and i'm like y'all you wouldn't believe whose car this is i'm like well sir tell the people who you are he's like you know who i am i'm like do you know who i am you know so we over here just talking mad crap mm-hmm. with each other after after i finished recording i'm like hey you want to smoke because like typically like that's probably why i got you know they, that's all that they do off season they go get high and then they go like drug it's you know come on now they we we all of it some of them be smoked lamar odom had went and stated that he had got a prosthetic like penis so he could pass his drug tests yeah that's real. That's real. They, you know, they, they come on now. Let, let's keep it all the way real. So me and King's like, yeah, come on, get in the truck, right? So me and him, we smoking some weed. And then somehow I get some hair from him. And then after that, like, he takes me out to eat. I'm like, so are we one night standing this? Because he's not married. So I had to make sure, like, before the fancy, like, I had to check back, you know? Because I'd be, like, like, like drooling over dudes. And I'm like, bro, they hold, they married. I can't do that. So... <laughs> So with all that being said, we go out to go get some some food. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so is this a one night thing? He's like, no, Kendra, you cool with me. And then like, we keep hanging out every day. And then like, we end up in a relationship. And I'm like, stepmama to like all 10 of his kids or whatever. Mm. And then we have 10 more. And then we live happily ever after the end. So like, I literally had that whole fantasy on Monday. Okay. <laughs> but mm-hmm. no, but, but, but no, going back to what I was saying initially, uh, when I saw Cam at the, at the bank and I was, and I was leaving, I went to um, I went to the uh, grocery store. I saw one of my classmates who I'm yeah. like, he really had the maturity. I had seen him in, you know, from the time in middle school to adulthood now, yeah. halfway to thirties. I'm like, he actually is really mature. He's on fire for God. He, I was gonna support him in his car wash business, right? Right. But he was trying to do a detailed, clean, in and out car wash for a hundred dollars. Sir, what kind, of, what kind of soap was that? Sir, a hundred dollars. What kind of wax? What kind so of here, uh, armor all? You said I do a really great job as if that was going to make me want to give you a hundred dollars. You're going to want to tip as well, maybe right? He, maybe he washed Cam Newton's uh, Batmobile and and he gave him a hundred dollars. So he's like, yesterday's price. <laughs> yesterday's price. So you just, you just, you was too busy fantasizing. You should have went and got your car washed first. You would have got it for 10. Message. <laughs> Cam went in there, the price done went up. But, but you know what? 
like I said, I don't mind. I definitely would have supported his car wash business, but at the same exact time, I can't support that knowing that you are like you're trying to this is what I'm what I'm alluding to. People are trying to get you to pay for their mortgage. They're like like it's all of it is just dumb. And and again, I don't know if he's still in business. I ain't seen a a picture of him, you know, in months or whatever else it may be. But like I said, if he has something else, I will support him in that. You know, I think he does mm -hmm. his music thing, but at the same exact time, it's like, I really will try to support people, try to support these black owned businesses, try to, you know, but it's, it to me, it's like people will do certain things like deposit fees. I understand mm -hmm. why people do it, but at the same exact time, if you know me, if you know me, you shouldn't, I just feel like, why are you putting a deposit fee with me? You go to the Asians, they're not doing that. And again, yeah. I don't want to make it, let me let me do a disclaimer. I don't want y'all to make it feel like I'm being entitled or anything else like that. But mm -hmm. why are we doing the deposit fee? What, what are we doing that for? There's a lot more taxes and fees than, than we plan on. You know, starting a business is free. Once you start uh, trying to sell stuff, it's not free. And you're like, oh, how are we gonna make a profit? Uh, doing two for ones and and uh, low prices and, and dollar this dollar that you got to raise it up there's a reason why the big companies uh, are able to offer such steep discounts is because all their bills are paid already it's hard to break into business it's just that we didn't see 112 years ago when they started their business what kind of issues they ran into mm -hmm. and so i get it uh it don't make you feel good but um i think support I mean, that's why support is so important. That's why people uh, put so much emphasis on it, even if they're not holding up their end of the bargain. Um, it's almost like they need that high five to keep going. It's hard to break through that that, that spot, though. Um, but again, if you have your whole friendship tied into your support, I think circling back, that's again being specific versus intentional. If that friend is there that's for true. you in eight, eight out of 10 places and you mad about the two that they're not, I mean, first of all, congratulations on being perfect yourself. But second of all, um, <laughs> right? I mean, if, if, they, if they turn that thing around on you and be like, well, you know what, what about? I'm about to hit you. I'm about to hit you with a different emoji. Okay. I just wanna, I'm about to hit you with a different emoji. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think the best thing about friendship is knowing where you stand and knowing what your friends are good for. You ain't lying. And I think if you know that your friend is trash at communication, don't be mad when they don't answer the phone. Like, you know this. Like, I, my best friend in the world, his whole family will sit there. I'm talking about one in the kitchen, one at the table, one on the couch, one playing video games. And that phone, this is when house phones were a thing. But, and that phone just ring, 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 ring. And I'm sitting there going crazy. I'm bouncing off the wall like, y'all don't hear that phone? They're like, oh, yeah, I guess that is the phone. I'm answering the phone at their house. <laughs> then, oh, yeah, hold on. They right here. Hold on. So fast forward, you know, to shoot, as of yesterday, mm -hmm. I hit my friend up. I'm like, damn, this fool won't call me back. I, mm -hmm. This fool won't answer my text message. And I, I know it's not just because we're on two different coasts. And then mm -hmm. I think about times like that, and I'm like, out of the, you know, 30 plus years that I've known this person, have they ever been good with the phone? Well, no. So it, am I, am I going to change our friendship because... I'm expecting him to be what I want him to be when he's literally for all of our lives told me what he is. Message. So 
if you got a friend that supports you where you really, really need it and where they're good at it, I say you cherish that. Um, and the thing about being intentional as well is if you are, you know, on a mission to blow your your um, your social media up, if you're on a mission to blow this line of work up, uh, you're going to have to run into strangers. You're going to have way more strangers than you are close connects. If only your friends supported you, then you wouldn't make it. You wouldn't go viral because you don't have a million friends. You don't have a thousand uh, friends. You might have a hundred, but ain't all of them good. So if you only want your friends to support you, you're going to have a small group and you're going to have a hobby or a side project and you're not going to have something you're trying to flourish. in. So you're going to have to take in some strangers and them strangers are going to need to know you and, and love you a lot harder than your friends who got their own things to worry about. So. I feel like it goes hand in hand. I feel like if you just treat support where it's at and uh, you know, make sure you're doing your part to support them and everybody wins. And you know what? We're we gonna have to do a part two for this because you are, let me find out you, you, you have you a motivational speaker on the low. Let me, let me find out. You see it says message. <laughs> message. Yeah, message that, that, mm-hmm. that. Did they get that from you? Did they get that um, idea? Did the Wayne brothers get that idea? Um, they're gonna sue the shit out of me. But <laughs> even if even even if they had it first, I I think I do it better. But uh, having said all that, hey, life just gives us a bunch of messages. We just got to make sure we're listening to them and, and putting them in play. I can't I do it right, but we all just figuring it out. As soon as it, as soon as we figure it out, it's probably our time to go. Hope you wrote it down so somebody else can use it. Right, amen. On that note, that's what I'm talking about. Let me. So I'm definitely not going to keep you long today. You know, the parking lot doesn't roll like that. Plus, we had a cool interview and a conversation and uh, we ran a bit long. So I just want to leave you with one message today. And you've already heard it. Um, That is be intentional with what you need, what you want, where you're trying to go. And the specifics can form after that. Don't get so tight and specific that you can't you can't allow yourselves to receive any blessings or grow. Um. But be intentional so you know which way you're going and you know how and where to receive what's coming to you. Um, Other than that, I just want to say thank you again to Kendra Crump for stopping through the parking lot. You can find her on any platform at The Kendra Crump Show. That's Kendra with a Y. Um, And check her out. Check us out. Uh, We're definitely going to keep having some fun and uh, keep inviting more people to the parking lot. I enjoyed myself. I hope you did, too. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you'll join me again. Because once I get done, I shit my cuss words. I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where did I park, park, park.